What's good, Internet? And welcome to session 109 of Super GG Radio, where friends chat about video games and all things adjacent. I am your Supreme... <laughs> man. <laughs> Supreme Pog Champion. I don't know what the Pog thing is online. I mean, I know what Pogs are, but I don't know what the Pog thing is with Twitch. Uh, okay. I'd be slamming stacks and counting racks. That's how it works. Uh, back from his vocation is Joel DeWitt. Hey, Joel. I'm beating you in the beat list now. Hitting those bees hard. Hey, guys. Nice to be back. I'm just uh, enjoying some oranges here. I know, uh... Now, Daddy said something about uh, liking having lunch meetings, so... <laughs> but, uh, you know, better off than up, I always say. Joke's on you, Alex. I'm beating stuff all over the place. <laughs> also, you were eating very close into your <laughs> mic perfectly. It's okay, I'm editing. There we go. Sweet. Also with, us, also with us this week is the only person I know with triple triad cards. I I seriously, I, I'm very jealous about this, that you have actual triple triad cards. Eric Getty Gettinger. Getty, let me have that Laguna. No, I'll give you the freet, <laughs> but it'll cost you. And Joel, fuck you, man. <laughs> Eating in, during the podcast. This is ridiculous. This whole thing's off the chain now. It's off the rails. Man, I'm broke as a joke, but rich in JRPGs. They're they're oranges. They're good for you. <laughs> Speaking of resident randomizer, I'm just pushing through all of this. Speaking of resident randomizer, Alec Parks rounds out the crew this week. I just found out that I can randomize Hollow Knight. Uh, I think I'm ghosted for this episode. You're, you're playing it right now. I can see you. Pl- you have a controller in your hand. I don't not. This week, we show off our ninja skills and early adopters, go full-on home renovation in the news, then rev up our hogs in the backlog. But first, early adopters, where we play alphas, betas, and games where the creepy mannequin is helping you. First, in sound mind. Uh, who picked the betas this week? Who was that? Was it Alex? Was- I picked in Sound Mind, and I'm really peeved that I only got to see a little bit of gameplay and not actually play too much. Of it. Okay. Wow. wow. Guys, wow. tell gonna play. Tell me about uh, In Sound Mind. I liked what I saw, but unfortunately, I also did not get to play. Not for lack of time, but for some reason, that game did not like my PC. So, uh, hmm. yeah, tell me about it. So. In Sound In Sound Mind is a first person uh, adventure psychological, psychological thriller, thriller game. Yeah. Uh, so it, it starts off very, uh, gosh, it, it is it's it does a whole amnesia thing, right? Mm, <laughs> he starts off and he, one of the first lines he says is just like, "I don't know who <laughs> I am." <laughs> I can't remember anything. Definitely woke up like woozy in a basement. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. But it's, gosh, is it amnesia that's kind of like this, where it's like, it's first person, it's not really any action or uh, fighting, but it's all puzzle solving. And it's doing like a bunch of environmental spookiness around it to uh, convey that sense of dread, and there's mystery going on with like what's happening. And and this is all very uh, mind psychological stuff in that it is playing with the concept of like am i seeing things am i crazy you know and, and then it's giving you little breadcrumb trails of like story interspliced in between so like you reach this point where you're walking across these cross dots and then you're listening to these tapes where the guy is 
basically like talking to himself about whether mm-hmm. or not he's insane and he's a psychologist okay. of some sort uh, or psychiatrist and so like i i got through maybe an hour of it just for context or denny i'm not sure how long you play finished it okay it was okay. probably so, like two you know he hours. finished it look at his mustache all right mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it holds the secrets of this game so joel based on what you're saying uh, you did not get the gun I did not get the gun. So there is a gun. I got the flashlight, and I Yay! used the flashlight, but I did not Yay! get the gun. Yeah, Joel used the flashlight. <laughs> Joel learned from extra life. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But, uh, no, I, I didn't get to the point where it was weaponry, but, like, it, I'm usually not one to light these kind of games. <laughs> that, too. I'm, I'm more of a candle person when the power's out, so, uh, but... I, I, don't, I don't know. Like, I was intrigued a little bit by this one just because it maybe it's just hitting me at the right time. Maybe it's because it almost had more of like a supernatural kind of vibe to it. Because like the spaces where they would get into kind of funky things going on, it would be this kind of luminescent like spillage happening and vapors coming out. And you would walk over it and your guy would get like punch drunk from the fumes and stuff. And it... Uh, I don't know. The, the the aesthetic really hits me well. Well, I have to say, the reason I picked this was the description and the initial gameplay video of it felt like a huge callback to uh, Eternal Darkness. Did you guys play oh, okay. that? Yeah. I, I didn't, but I'm yeah, familiar. familiar. Yeah. And just the the way that you can't like trust anything that's going on, you know, you get up to the first time that you can look out a window and you step back from the window and there were walls here man yeah i I did notice a few times the room numbers switched on me so there was a room where the number was 666 and then you walk away and come back and it's 999 and then there was another room where it was a two number room and then you go back to and it was 420 so (laughs) it's just (laughs) you know that I liked that kind of, like, dread. You know, the it's kind of like horror movies, right? The, there's the jump stare kind of stuff, which is, like, it's fine. If you're in the mood for it, uh, the dark picture stuff does that pretty well. But this is more like the psychological thriller type stuff where the, the spookiness and the staring is in letting your imagination run wild and then just slowly creeping you into more and more senses of dread. Okay. Yeah, like um, that, uh, oh, what was it, room 413 or something? 1408. 1408, yeah. Yeah. It's an Alex movie. It was a great movie, but it was that psychological horror aspect instead of the jump scares. I love the psychological horror more, so much more. I went through a John Cusack phase. Right. There are jump scares in this. You just have to get far enough. So Joel was describing at one point you do get a cassette tape and it it walks you through like some docks <clears throat> and on those docks you'll come across like little other cassette tapes and it'll give you a story beat. Uh, at one point it has you find the cassette tape for one of your patients and it, there's a, a whole mystery and shroud and <laughs> I, I botched that word but all right. <clears throat> There's a whole big mystery about what happened to her at a grocery store. And once you play her tape, you are transported into 
the grocery store and you have to navigate it and find your way out and that's that's where there's more jump scares uh in that regard uh, the gun only helps you so much because the monster that lives in the store uh, is not killable with the weapon you have to lure it into getting trapped into mirrors and that's like the way that it gates you through the store so after you get the monster to crash into a mirror uh you'll get a a piece of glass and you can use the glass to cut through ropes and like the police tape that's hanging out around uh but this like the puzzles and puzzles it really like took me for a ride and i did not want to stop it was very just involved. Once you start to pull a thread and everything comes apart, uh, it's it's a real good story, at least the little bit that's available right now. Keddy, did you have all the lights on, and how tightly were you holding your dog? <clears throat> that would have been really hard to hold him and play. Uh, I played in my room here. It was... I played it... What? In the afternoon, so it wasn't very dark. Yeah, but this wasn't uh, as scary as some of the other games. There were a couple of jump scares, and the mannequin, that's that's really wigged me out, because <laughs> at one point he just like shows up behind you, and you're like, uh, okay. <laughs> but he's helping you. At one point, and this is mild spoilers, but at one point you're locked in a, a freezer, and you like run over, you try and use the door, it's not working. You run over to the window, and the mannequin is like, he's he's a, a distance away. And then you run back and check again, and you come back, and he's sticking a key through the window to hand yeah. it to you. Yeah. And I was like, <laughs> this guy knows what's up. So the mannequin knows how to hang out. No, it, not what I was expecting. Usually the mannequins like, they're they're dicks, but in this right? case the mannequin he was a real bro. I like. I like the use of the mannequin in this game. Okay. Good mannequin use. Uh, the graphics, it looks pretty realistic. First person, uh, very, like, very detailed. Uh, it looked like a little, like, I could I could see, like, grime and, like, really things look kind of wet and uh, overall just a general, they're doing a thing. They're doing the thing. So I, I definitely played. I, I wanted to play more, but again, my PC kept crashing. So, or it kept crashing on my PC, so I had to... Switch just kind of watching gameplay, and the, the stuff I saw was pretty intense. That uh, I liked a lot of it, mm -hmm. especially with those kinds of games like Amnesia or, uh, you know, any of the Alien Isolation, those kind of creepy crawlies that really build the suspense. Getty, you looking forward to this? You wishlisting this? I, I think so. This is a game where I'm probably going to want to play it, like, straight through. Uh, but the way that the cassettes work... It felt like that was a good, like, story beat enough that after that I could take a break for a little bit. I'm interested to see where they go with it. Okay. Especially now, with they that have, twist ending. Did they have a release date for this uh, yet? I was looking... 2021. Yeah, 2021. Okay, so nothing Anytime now. I'm totally nominating this for our extra life stream. Is there a doc on that, Getty? No, you don't pay me enough for that. <laughs> don't act all sad. Don't act like you're blue over there. The next game we played was Blue. B-L-U. Uh, who was this pick? Who was this one? Anyone find this one? I think it, it was, was me? you, bro. 
Okay. This is a 2D platformer. Um, not quite Metroidvania. Is it? No, no. Uh, and you have uh, you have attacks, you have a shield, you have a roll. It's very kind of colorful. Not cel-shaded, but very clear coloring uh, throughout. You have a special kind of blast ability. And you are traversing the lands to... Uh, I want to say that you're... Are, I can't remember. What was the story in this one? You're, you're, a, you're ninja. a ninja. You're a ninja, but you're you're trying to go to uh, your, like, right of passage. Okay, that's what it was. Yeah. 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 Yeah, the backdrop was almost polygonal. It's, it's all shaded with a sort of uh, fog as well that kind of obscures it a little bit. The uh, So the combat, because that, that's sort of the, the focal thing that it really featured here. There, there are things I liked and then things I hope the developer considers moving forward with this. One, I thought the attacks looked really stylish and cool. It had the nice flair with all the punches and kicks and movement and stuff that gave it a good look. Uh, the, you know, the floatiness of the character, I didn't mind so much. I, I can see why maybe somebody who wants to play as a ninja wants to be more nimble and quick, but I, I don't think the, the floatiness is such a problem. What I, what I do want to see from this is some sort of feeling of impact. When you're hitting yes, because I did. I did feel like it was easy but to like, like the, just keep doing hitting the combo and lock the the enemy into like an animation where they were just kind of stuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's there, there's no impact. You have to feel some sort of weight to what's happening, and it's a mixture of uh, no like there's like a thud sound that happens when you hit somebody. So it's this very basic sound. So audially, you're missing something, and, and then. I don't know if you guys noticed, but you can watch straight through these bad guys. Like, watch straight through. Yeah, I took the uh, Dead Cells approach to it and only killed what I needed to. Mm, Okay. Mm -hmm. Dodge dodge everything else. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yep, but I I didn't get the sense that the reaction to the bad guys and the fact you can walk through them made it feel almost kind of weightless, more so than it should be. Like, going back to the floatiness of it, I, I feel like that can work, but you need to have the attack be something where you are still feeling an impact from it. Or, if they ever get to this point, having some way to do moves where your character is latching onto them and kind of, like, doing a throw or some sort of attack that has you grabbing onto them in some way. But, I, I think, overall, like, th- there's some interesting ideas here. Uh, I, I would hope that there's some refinement in the works with some of that. Yes, yeah, like I, I think that having some variation in the combat. I know one that kind of stuck with me was Exit Limbo, where you're a rhino, and the thing about though that game was that there the special combo moves that were giving you like full blasting abilities, uh, Shoryuken uppercuts that were on fire, you know these different like body slams and roll roll around grapples, that kind of thing. If you throw that into something like this, like Blue, you can vary the combat in a lot of ways to feel uh, just a little bit more nimble, a little bit more variation. And even like the potions, you have some healing potions, but one of the things I thought of was like, what if you just had an extra damage potion that would just boost your damage and now enemies are getting knocked out in two hits? That that like, that like kind of thing would kind of entice me to want to try different, you know, different things. Having a defensive potion, having, you know, something that would increase my life bar, something like that, you know, just a little variation to... To, to strategize around. 
I mean, there was some variation. I mean, it, practical speaking, like the actual impact of it, of actual battles didn't matter so much. But if you held down, it was a different attack. Whereas if you held up while attacking, it was like an uppercut kind of thing. So like there was some variability, but it, it's more like it's the foundation that's there that it needs to be built upon and, and fleshed out a little more. I agree. I agree that. Yeah, I think that they have time. I went ahead and I backed it on Kickstarter, and I want to say that it's not supposed to be out for at least another year or so. I think they were targeting oh, yeah, 2022, like... so there's plenty of time to tighten up and, and make some of those things lo- look even better or feel better in the case of uh, Joel's attacks. But I, I just kind of went with it, guys. Uh, I definitely agree. The weightlessness, it, it made me feel like a ninja because I know that uh, I can't dodge roll in real life, and I can't jump onto platforms. Um, there were variations if you upgraded your weapons or you purchased different ones. Uh, there were those things available if you killed enough monsters and, and spent the money. And there was a bow and arrow towards the end that you could also collect. So those things are there. Obviously, uh, they're not done by any means with the this game uh, they have a long way to go but it felt it felt like a pretty good product at least uh comparing it to some of the other things that alex has shoved down my throat over the years so <laughs> and, and also well i mean admittedly the only reason i st- <laughs> the only reason i stopped uh, my run through it was because i clipped into the castle background and got stuck and couldn't get out so it's just like oh I've played for about yeah. 45 minutes. I like what I've seen so far, but I've clipped, so eh, I'm good yeah. for now. Yeah, that's what happened to me. I, I fell through the floor and just fell endlessly on it, which, like, it's it's a beta. It, it's what you, it comes with the territory, but yeah. uh, that was my stopping point. You know what was really nice was the uh, the splash screen, the intro screen at the beginning when you're in the menu. Like, has really good key art that they're using for the, some of that stuff, so... You know, I'm not sure if that's going to be indicative of what the final product looks like, but definitely some great animators involved in this. Go back and on Kickstarter. Absolutely. The games that I, the the amount that I did play, the animation, the artwork is absolutely fantastic. That's something that I, I definitely appreciated about it was the fact that uh, the attacks did while you know Joel had some comments on it, but the the actual fluid animation looked really well. Every, everything was kind of designed to a certain look that uh, definitely kept the aesthetic of the ninjas and the orcs and the different enemies that you uh, encountered along the way. Man, but let me tell you that boss at the end that was that was probably the most challenging thing. I think that was the only time I was forced to use a healing really? potion. <laughs> yeah. Otherwise, I could find food just hanging out in the environment. See, I didn't. I, I didn't find so much guy. food. He was the boss jerk. I had no problem with. It was. It was actually what would happen was I just started not fighting enemies, and then I would backtrack and I would land in a pile of like three of them and be like, "Oh crap!" and just get swarmed. And those, just like you can lock someone in an animation, a loop animation of just constantly hitting them, they can do the same to you. They could stun lock you. Yeah. So, uh, I actually didn't have any problems with the boss, but. I definitely had tons of problems with uh, getting steamrolled by the enemies. 
Well, and that's an important thing, too. Like I said, where I just chose not to kill anything until I had to. If you don't practice how to actually use your moves and everything, it makes those boss fights harder. That, and there was like a dodge, like a perfect dodge that like the screen would kind of flash if you dodged away at the right time. So there was a little something there, too. Ooh, I missed that one. Well, uh, let's take a drink for each game you guys didn't play. No, there's at least a couple of you. I know I got to. But let's sober up in the break. We'll be right back. Hey, news. I just got my flooring redone. Okay, let's wait for that. Let's wait. All for right. That. Let's. T- yep. <laughs> just let it set in. <laughs> you, you, if you, if you rush with getting your flooring redone, then you get you gaps, gaps in your flooring. You no. don't want gaps Mm-mm. in your flooring. Gotta take it no. slow. Whether it's vinyl or tile or whatever. This is part so of me eating yes, oranges, is. isn't it? Yep. Absolutely is. So who watched the Nintendo Indie World Showcase? I did. I did. I did. Yeah? What you looking I forward remember, to? I remember about half of it. Okay. I'm going to brush through. <laughs> There's like 90 things here. we go. Here, so. Rubbing my hands uh, on the mic. Wait, I'm kind of wait. excited for Ali Ali World. It literally says, don't go through the whole damn list. Road 96, Aerial Knights Never Yield, Annapurna Interactive Game, Varial States Last... I, no, I'm not going to do that. Okay. Uh, okay, <laughs> I've heard uh, the, the demo for Aerial Knights Never Yield is out. Uh, I hear it's a pretty classic runner but it does harken back to the great city of Detroit as the person uh, developing it is from Detroit. So it does have a lot of uh, pride, hometown pride in it. So that might be worth checking out as a demo. It also looks like it's got some uh, Neo Tokyo vibes to it. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah. Yeah. And the, the music is really what grabbed me. You know, like the, if they mix in the instrumentality of that well enough, cause that, that's one thing that was nice about the, bit trip runner games is that like it every jump sort of like interacted with the music as well so that that's an important part of stuff like that um it was i was curious about that um uh that's the, the longing. longing that was an interesting yeah, looking it seems one very slow and methodical no. and kind of relaxing in a, in a depressing way getty it might be your jam look into it it's all very muted. Like it, it reminds me of old PC games a little bit, with just like has like the thick border on the outside. It is really slow moving, so may, maybe that's why it piques my curiosity. Okay. Uh, Ali Ali World. Uh, I just start, you know, as a skateboarder. I never got into Ali Ali, so I just recently bought it. It was two bucks on the eShop, and uh, I'm gonna check that out and see how I feel about it. So. They're fun. As they're not fun a skater, games. it looked oh, fun. Yeah. They do look fun. They, look, they feel like they're yeah. almost like rhythm yeah. games a little bit. Uh, let's see. Joel, are you ready for the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? That hot little indie? <laughs> I guess technically now we can consider that. Yeah, I mean, it's just licensing, right? That That's the big thing about it. Um, published by the same people who did Streets of Rage. So, like, I... What? It, look, it looks good. 
it looks really good. Well, then like, we it, have to get on no, the No, now, hold on. I do want to talk about this trailer yeah. for a second. Joel, did you pay attention to the trailer at all? Did you see the, the, little, the little touches that made it all, like, really, really either well done or, cla- or pretty hilarious? Uh, I saw the foot soldiers in the background there typing on computers with ties on them, pulling them off to jump into the fray. Um, I saw there, there was one point, it was Bebop or Rocksteady walking away with somebody in their arms. I can't remember the guy's name, but he was one of the cartoon characters from the TV yes, show, but wasn't also, he? Uh, he was the host of a talk show. It was a talk show set, and he's in a suit and tie. <laughs> Bebop, I believe it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, but that's the kind of stuff you're looking for in something like this, right? So it's, it seems like it's hitting all the right buttons, at least from what they're showing right now. So it, as long as they don't completely botch it, I'm, I'm gonna be. The, in also, that. every all each turtle walks differently. Yep. Yeah, and you know, Michelangelo and Raphael don't look completely worthless in their combat either. <laughs> so, like, that was one of that was one of the problems in those old arcade games is that their reach was so awful compared to everybody else that you couldn't do well with them. Don't so you, you slander yeah. Michelangelo? He's a party dude. I'm. He's the worst one. Agreed. But but he's a party. That's dude. fine. Yeah. Uh, Joel and Getty uh, and Alec, we got Chris Tales. Uh, coming out July twentieth. So Looking I didn't play that, that when we had. I didn't play that when we did that. Uh, but it looks mm-hmm. really nice. Like the the art is really really good. So I I definitely piqued yeah. my interest. I just downloaded the yeah. demo. I pre-ordered it months ago. <laughs> seems <laughs> seems like there may be a beta breakdown in the works. What? Yes, when? Maybe. Who's involved? Mm-hmm. We'll figure that out. Uh, Aztec Forgotten Gods looks hot as hell. Oh my god, 3D, right? Uh, yeah, platforming, beat 'em nope. up, hack and slash. Oh damn, it looks good. It says sort of an open worldish space yeah. too, didn't it? It did look like yeah, it. like the the whole Aztec with the futuristic vibes. I I'm for it. Like that that was one of them that definitely stood out. And it was one of those moments where I was like, wow, this is going to be on a Switch, huh? Cuz I kind of felt like you, you get used to feeling like the limitations of Switch compared to the other systems. Yeah, that's cuz you haven't played Monster Hunter Rise. I say this at fair. The, people are comparing that to Breath of the Wild. That's fair. That that's, really? that is mm. Maybe I should play Breath of the Wild that is again. The t- that is the tea I hear online. I think it looks great. I don't, you know, I'm not going to compare it to Breath of the Wild. No. I'm also looking forward to Getsufuma. Yeah? Yeah, the... the that one was a yeah. neat looking one, too, actually. painting. Right. It, yeah. it hits that Okami vibe, and it's got some uh, good old roguelite uh, play style. Uh, I picked up yeah. There Is No Game, Wrong Dimension, so we'll see how that mini-game collection goes. I'm very curious. Um it looked fun. It Tell me. Uh, Skull, the hero slayer, uh, a, a demon that you can swap skulls to get different abilities. Um, I got to say, we missed that. That was a beta. That was a beta. That was a, we missed that date. We were behind. It was like only open for like a week. That was going to be on an episode and we missed it. Hmm. So I'm excited to actually try that one. Uh, Phil, uh, Phil, one of our writers, uh, did Art of Rally uh, on PC, so he said that he's actually going to peep the differences for Switch at some point. 
uh, Weaving Tides that was on this, on our episode with Mary Kish. Uh, that one's coming yeah. out in May. Very exciting. Glad that that is coming to fruition. House of the Dead remake, that got buried. Yeah, I didn't yeah, remember seeing full, that at all. There's a full trailer. Is that a separate announcement? If you look really? it up, there's a full trailer mm. that's elsewhere. Mm. It's it, they buried that one. I, I was I was like, wait, what? Wait, hold on. I want I want to see more of that. So, so that they had to be using the Joy-Con as like a light gun, right? Because they must that be. Would, that would suck playing with a controller. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it's better than than having typing of the dead on the Switch. That wouldn't make a lick of sense. Oh no, you know they're. It's okay, they they got Labo VR. Maybe we can use that as Ooh, part of the go. control scheme. Uh, I am looking forward to Ender Lilies. Let's get us some more Metroidvanias. Oh, huh, okay, I didn't even. I that one didn't even phase me. I was like, oh, okay. And I, I didn't even. Know. Mm-hmm. I, I've been eyeing it on PC, so the fact that it's coming to Switch just really piques okay. my interest. Because I, I I have more Switch time than PC time lately. Fair. Totally fair. Sure. Don't we all? Uh, Fez <laughs> coming to Switch. Uh, I would play Fez on my Switch if only I did not have it on my PS Vita, PSP, PS3, PS4, and Epic Game Store. Yep, on everything. You, you don't right. want to buy it for one more no. system? Support those indie uh, devs, Alex. Alex, Alex you don't. Them. You don't know what you're saying. You d- you don't know what you're saying. I, I you have to watch this movie. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry, Alec. But to be fair, <laughs> indie the indie yeah. game the movie yes. is that what you're talking? But to be about? fair, uh, Phil Fish doesn't get that money. I I, I I talked with people. He doesn't necessarily. We, the thought process is that he doesn't get that much money from Fez. It would go to Felix Kramer, and Felix Kramer's cool. So good for him. And then the one last thing, Getty, Getty. The one last thing, the surprise after the credits. Oxen Free 2. Oxen Free 2. That was a yeah. shocker. Is that the thing that you were freaking no, out about? No, I'm still holding that. That's going to be a good joke at the end. Getty Oxen... It happened again. <laughs> Oxen Free 2. I, I'm, I'm hyped. I was I was very hyped. I was very shocked. I was like, oh, whoa. That's a... And also, weird that they would choose it as uh-huh. a, one last thing. <laughs> yeah, it... I... I got that on the cheap, and I enjoyed it, but I don't think I'm all that jazzed about it, to be honest. Like, I, I will enjoy Oxen Free 2 when it's also $5. <laughs> <laughs> but... I missed that one in the showcase. Yeah, yeah it was right at the very end. Yep. Mm. Okay, next piece of news. That's kind of the indie showcase. That's kind of the ones that stuck out to us. The next thing, I was part of the NIS uh, press conference for what their 2021 lineup is, and I kind of just wanted to hit a couple of the ones that stuck out to me that I thought you guys might like. Uh, R-Type Final 2. R-Type is a fun-style shooter, kind of like a, a sideways Galaga with a lot more detail in like the, monst- the space monsters that are coming at you. And I, I, we yeah. played an arcade version, but also I was like, oh, R-Type too. I like R-Type. And then I Googled it, and then I was like, oh, I played R-Type on Sega Genesis. Like, they've been going for a long time, mm-hmm. and I didn't even realize. <laughs> Back in my day. Oh, mm-hmm. oh yeah. They're an ancient series. Uh, so there's that. World Ends Club, which is like a 2D, almost platformer visual novel from the guys who made Zero Escape, Zero, Escape, Zero Time Dilemma, and Danganronpa. Yep. A little less dark, a little more, more happy-go-lucky. 
Following some yes. kids, right? Okay. Uh, Disgaea 6, which uh, looks very cool. I've, I've played a lot of the Disgaea series. The thing about Disgaea is that their systems are so deep that every game is like 120 hours of just constant battle management, weapon item maximization, best team comp, etc., etc., for these JRPGs or uh, strategy RPGs. They have now added a system that the game can technically... The, when you get into combat, you can hit auto, and the combat will technically play out itself. Nice. Is this the uh, Disgaea RPG they just dropped nope. for mobile? and I have that, and I have not played it. I have not oh. had time to play it, but I do. <laughs> I, I have played it uh, a little more than so I probably good. should have. <laughs> I haven't paid it's anything good. for it yet. Oh. It's decent. Okay. It's a gotcha game. But I enjoy it more than most of the other Try ones I've played. So um, there is that. There is Ease <laughs> 9, which is already out on PC, but Ease 9 is coming to Switch. And uh, Caligula Effect, which I'm not entirely sure as much uh, about those games. But NIS Classics, where they're releasing some of their old classic uh, collections. Phantom Brave, an old PS2 game coming uh, to Switch, along with Soul Nomad, which that one I'm less familiar but uh, they are starting to bring NIS Classics to uh, the Switch, and I think that you'll probably see Disgaea uh, 2, 3, and 4 at some point. Those were Sony-only games. So I would, same with uh, Phantom Brave, so I'd be happy to see those games get ported elsewhere. Disgaea 4 Plus has been on Switch for No, that's 5. Nope. Oh, is it? Yes. Shit. One in... What? One yeah, and yeah, five one. are the only ones, and they they brought back one no, there's as three a remake, on and Switch. everyone lost their shit. So they're like, oh, I guess maybe we should do more of these. So that's why they're doing the NES NIS Classic. <laughs> Next piece of news: Vermintide Two having a new expansion that is uh, more like a roguelite. I thought Alec, you might be interested in that. Yeah, I, I looked it up, and I'm not certain what the hell Vermintide Left is. Dead? Yeah. Nope. With rats. Yeah, I mean, I guess, yeah. So, it's more like Left 4 Dead, but medieval, with spells and... Yeah. Oh, okay. Lots of rats. Nice. Uh, next, Bioshock 4 may be an open world game. I'm okay. I do love Bioshock. I just wanted to sing my praises for loving Bioshock, and I loved every single one. Two is okay. I'm good. We know, I want Joel. more of that. Screw you. <laughs> I want more Bioshock. It's time. I don't I, want to oh, know what happens. Oh, open world sounds like the pure antithesis to what those games should be. Like they, they are directed, interactive storytelling vehicles. And if it's not going to be narrowly focused on telling that specific story and it has some open world chicanery, then uh, I think it's lost the plot. Okay. It's going to be like... Uh one of the far cry games that's how i picture that going which is fine as long as you hit the story beats it's gonna be just uh just dandy the gameplay is not good enough for me to want to explore the world did you ever Sorry. play all you don't did you even, even the game doesn't even did you exist ever play, uh all, did you play uh the last one joel i played one okay, and infinite there. that's all you need <laughs> yeah infinite was world's better gameplay but like it it, it just made it acceptable instead of a mm. slog. Okay. Next, Bioshock. Uh, 
Oh, that's my fact. Uh, RE Village to be part of a... <laughs> kicking in. Uh, RE Village to be part of a trilogy of games, which is kind of weird to me because I thought that 6 was... Uh, was it 6? No, this is Village is 8. So seven. I thought 7 was part of the same story with the same uh, protagonist, but I guess now uh, this is going to be the start of a trilogy with that character. Well, 7 is it the was vampire? the start of it. Eight please is please a tell me. I thought that nine just more vampire characters. But also, I thought that this might be the beginning of that character or the the trilogy. What? Why? What? Eight, nine, and ten. He <laughs> would seven, eight, nine. Because he was. I understand seven. what you're saying, we but that's have... where my confusion was too. Because it says that <sighs> the the article I read said uh, Resident Evil Eight will start a trilogy. That's your problem. Why are you reading? Well, see, it could okay. be 8, 8, 2, and 8, 3. I mean, we're just, it could be Final Fantasy. Rumor, right? Sonic yeah. Colors may be remastered. So, uh, <laughs> Sonic Colors, Joel, did you play Sonic Colors? This, I know this I did. Is, this is like, uh, so I, I live in an area called the Quad Cities, but there's like five or six cities that claim to be <laughs> part of the Quad Cities. No. Your, your, Resident, your Resident Evil talk is <laughs> like that. Bettendorf? Moline. Shit, I can't remember the other two. They don't matter. Davenport, Bettendorf, Davenport, Moline, and who the fuck cares? Why do you know that much? <laughs> because my sister-in-law lives in the Quad Cities, too. Burn. Oh, okay. Okay, fair enough. Except fair enough. on the uh, India, or, uh, Iowa side, so. Okay. All right. Yeah, no, I never played Sonic Colors. It... it from what I've heard, it's sort of a uh, an underappreciated gem of a Sonic game, but uh, it was on Wii, so I think it was kind of overlooked mm. too. And it was during that like low point in Sonic where they were more of a joke than ever, yeah. you know. So, last piece of news: Temtem getting an expansion. Uh, Temtem's in the news just because that was a game we beta tested, and I like to be at least semi proud of uh, the games that we do play and as, as they release and progress. Uh, Temtem's getting a whole new island and I'm very happy for them. So good on them. Al, uh, free games. Free games. Epic free games. Epic Game Store is bringing Deponia the complete journey. Ken Folier's The Pillar of Earth of the Earth and The First Tree. The First Tree actually kind of intrigued me so I, I was looking at that one. I never got into... I've played a little bit of Deponia, and it's a pretty irre- irreverent and hilarious uh, puzzle story okay. game. I w- I've always been curious, okay. because there's a couple of them, but I've never touched them. You like it? If you've got t- if you've got a kid who's awake and just sitting there on your lap, I highly recommend hmm. it. Yeah, there you, you go. See, that's the way to go. Uh, now, Alec, you want to take us out of here? You friggin'... Do I? Do I? I mean, like, but see, now, my drapes don't match the flooring because I have hardwood. I'm, I'm getting us out of here. I don't yeah, feel good yeah. about any hard, of this. Hard that wood. was so good. Hardwood. It wasn't directly <laughs> We'll be dirty. right back, guys. It w- <sighs> be right back.
we're back. Back with the backlog blog, where we play games, where we ride at dawn. Getty, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> yeah, you I don't know. Sorry. I got real busy this week. Getty, you played Steel Rats, which all three, all four of us said, hey, we're all going to play Steel Rats next week. And then you were the only one that did. What? Tell me about Steel Rats. <laughs> Drink. Hey, let me tell you about Steel Rats. Uh, do you like motorcycles? Yes. yes. Do you yes. like never getting off of your motorcycle? Yes. Yes, that's the point. Even even when you're trying to walk around and interact with objects? No, you that's what the motorcycle's for. Yeah, that's what the motorcycle's <laughs> for. <laughs> so Steel Rats has a it is a god, I don't even know how to describe Streets it. Streets of rage or Streets of um, no, road rage. Road rash. It's like road, road rage. Uh, road rash. Yeah. Okay, that's probably the closest. Two road rash. Uh, and uh, you, not all of it is driving and trying to destroy stuff. And and part of it is uh, the first mission, you get back to the Steel Rats like hideout. And you're like, oh, where is everybody? And your character is riding his motorcycle around the whole place. And the way that the controls are set up, you can switch lanes, which means you can drive like uh, on the top or the bottom, and then you have to manipulate the controls where you do a lot of U-turns, <laughs> because so much of the level is really dependent on you being able to like go back and forth and up and down uh, the elevators. Uh-huh. You just hook your motorcycle up to them, and you can go uh, up and down, so... Do you have to use a bike lock? <laughs> There's, it's well, no, you never ne- get off. You're, you're a mouse, never. right? <laughs> no, you're oh, a human. Okay. <laughs> all of the oh. characters, sorry, all of the characters are humans. And as you progress the story, you unlock more of them, and they have different abilities. But ah, this game is definitely not for me. <laughs> I was hoping that more people would play it so that so that we could actually talk about it and be objective. But guys, like. Well, I got like. Are you implying that your reality is not objective? I, Are you taking cuts under the table, Getty, nothing and not I do sharing? He's part of the steel. He's trying to. Uh, he's part of big steel rats. The pro yeah, steel, rat steel rats. <laughs> uh, so uh, this steel rats, it, it definitely has an involved story. Um, if you're, the controls just were not for me. A lot of the different sub goals during the missions require you to do tricks on the motorcycle or to complete the stage in a certain time limit which i do understand that can increase replayability and you might find yourself trying to do it but you can get upgrades too but the upgrades for the most part half of them are cosmetic some of them actually do make a difference i just couldn't get into it that much it was is not my thing guys. And yet you want to go play days gone <laughs> yeah i want to play i want to go yes. kill some getty if you can't love me at calm. my steel rats you don't deserve me at my days gone <laughs> <laughs> he's saying that because it's a line from the game it's not it's not it's not not, oh, is not it? steel rats but uh it's just go play okay it. Okay. <laughs> it was free. I like how you're like, this game is not for me, but you should go play it. Yeah, just, it's somebody, it's going to tickle somebody's fancy. It's not tickling mine, 
but that's okay. Okay. So steel rats. That's what I got. Steel rats uh, did not tickle your fancy. Uh, that's okay. Uh, now, I wanted to bring to the table uh, a couple of things here. Uh, I played uh, and, and just did a review for Saga Frontier, the remaster, and I have been playing Persona 3 in my downtime on my on my Vita. So downtime. Uh, I don't fine. have a lot. I don't have a lot. But uh, Saga Frontier is uh, how I remember it. I am just a different person now. So that's what I have to say about Saga Frontier. Oh, I remember Saga Frontier. Oh, I remember Saga Frontier. <laughs> you were so <laughs> hyped. I was. Too. You know, and I still yeah. think that it is. it was ahead of its time. And now it's behind its time. Did they do any remastering or any QOL or well, anything of that? Well, they uh, they've been uh, Square has been doing a thing where they remaster their game by making everything look super smooth and very like like they got rid of the sprite work, and that kind of is a bummer. But I mean, it doesn't look bad. It, 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 to me, oh. it doesn't look bad. But they got rid of the sprite work, so it doesn't look as nice and uh, as. Cl- I, I always felt the I always felt the style that was always a little more like hand brushed yeah. kind of looked anyway. Exactly. Right. So that doesn't sound like it would like it's jarring when they do the thing with like Final Fantasy Six where they change it all <laughs> to smooth over art style. But I think this one is probably a little bit of like a, a more natural yes. transition. Yes. Um the quality of life, they added fast forward, autosave, and um I'm trying to think if there is uh, anything? Oh, you can auto skip fight. You can auto skip fights, but I'm not entirely sure if that was a thing back then. Auto skip fights, fast forward, and auto. I don't save. think so. Those those sound like the more current features. Like yeah. Um, but you know, I just didn't. I don't didn't remember a lot of the the mechanics of it because I was you know I was a teenager. <laughs> yes. Jesus. I was barely. I was I was in the teens, and I had a lot more time back then. I had a lot of more novelty back then. I had a lot more drive to just poke at every nook and cranny to find every single thing. And uh, this, doing it myself now, it doesn't feel like it respects my time. And Because <laughs> it's not supposed to. It doesn't. <laughs> oh, my God. 97. Yeah. Yeah. 97. 98. 13. Not even. I had oh, endless God. time there. The my time was useless. your then. time. So um, that's all. I just uh, it was nice to come back to it. Uh, the one th- thing that's a bummer is that there is a cut, cut content uh, for a bonus character, bonus storyline uh, that only unlocks upon completion of every single other character scenario. So hmm. it means that it sucks for anybody who just wants to see the new stuff. Um, now. I've been saying this for like an hour and a half now, so we're probably let's like let's just get to the joke. Getty, it happened again. It happened again. All right, Alex, what happened again? I accidentally got into a romance communication with a character in a Persona game, and then the game said, "Do you want to hold her hand? <laughs> do you want to kiss her, or do you want to give her a friendly pat on the head?" And you were like, "Oh I no!" Turned off the sw- I turned off. The, I turned pat off the. On the I turned it off. I held the power button down. I said, do you want to turn off your Vita? I said, yes. And I turned it off. And I stepped away. I said, nope. I don't want it to be awkward. I don't want it. I don't want it. It's just it's pat on the head. That it be RK. 
Do not cry. I, I lost like 20 minutes of playtime, and I'm like, you know what? That's probably fine. I don't. Uh, I don't need to do this. I don't mm. want to humiliate anybody. This is too <laughs> awkward. I just won't talk to that person anymore. We're friends enough. Alex, <laughs> Alex, they're ones and zeros. It's, it doesn't okay. matter. It does. So I, Alec, it really happened does before. Matter. <laughs> it matters <laughs> to me. It matters to me. She's like, I've been. Trust me, until you get to that point where you've invested that many hours of, like, making sure that you nurture your relationships with your friends, and then you accidentally get to the point where you're like, oh, do I want to commit to this person? It's like real life, No, man. you know what the problem with it, though? The whole thing, that's, that time that this, this happened this time, they, there is... They're school no, children? It was another student, so that's, it's better. I didn't, I didn't... It wasn't a teacher, so... <laughs> I mean that goth talk that got that goth doctor is another story from Persona Five. It's a thing, but it, I mean, in three, you know, it's like the, the 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 your levels of friendship. There's nine levels, and this character hit me up at level five. Level five friendship. We're not even that much of friends. We hung out a couple times. I mean, <laughs> you're. Hey, Alex. You're halfway there. F. Jovi. F. Jovi. But. <laughs> F. Jovi. There we go. There is a, there's a, there's a title for you. So, I, we're level five. We're just friends. I'm like, oh, I kind of remember that character. I now remember her name. It's cool. Hey, what's going on? She's like, I've been dreaming about you. I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> She's in my dreams constantly. I'm like, oh, I don't know if I like this. And they're like, and then the, the, the little narration pops up. Things are getting pretty serious. I'm like, level five. I still got room to move. I got room to grow. You could make my personas more powerful. No. No. Okay. Okay. Turning the, the Vita off. Oh, well. Oh, well. Persona 3. Uh, these Persona 3, going back to that as well, I, I've, I've beaten that game a couple times, but I haven't beaten it on my Vita. So I, I've had like a 50-hour save. Probably like 50 to 60 hours where I'm at with Persona 5 too, so... It's kind of one of those things that I'm just like wasting time <laughs> grinding combat when one place or the other. But in this case, uh, mm. playing Saga Frontier and then going back to Persona 3, where the dungeon is the dungeon. Uh, you know Tartarus from Persona 5, Joel. Imagine if that's the only dungeon. Yes. Period. Wait, you Mementos, mean Mementos? Yeah. So imagine if that's okay. the only okay. dungeon. Yeah. You get yeah. occasional unique dungeons that are very short once a month. Mm-hmm. After that, it's just grinding that mementos. He's all about grinding. That doesn't sound that doesn't sound ideal, but I, I think at being level pre- five. I think being prepared for it might make me more able to navigate it. I, I think if I didn't know that and went straight from five to like three, then I'd yes. be pretty bummed. And that's out. what I, and that's kind of where I, I was at is that I just I played Saga Frontier, I played Persona 3, and it just, you know, kind of reminds me a little bit where, like, oh, you really can't go home again. You can't, like, you can't be 13 again. You can't be 19 again and go play these games and be like, oh. You're like, oh, man, things have changed. <laughs> I have a family now. <laughs> Not even that for me. It, I mean, I do, but it's more about uh, playing these games and then looking at <laughs> that and being like, oh, man, things aren't. Things are more dynamic now. Things are more in your face. Things are more colorful. Things are more bright. There's more variation. Not, oh, that's just the limit. Yep. That's what they did. That's what they made back then. That's the way it was. 
yeah, things are better now. So it's sad and good. Uh, I'm probably going to keep grinding out uh, that Persona 3. Um, so with that, let's burn some rubber into our last, our last segment, One Last Thing. One last thing, or we give one last sentence, one last statement, sending us into the weekend, and you, the listener, into the weekday. For me, my free time has been spent just straight grinding Persona 3 on my Vita, grinding in Nino Kuni on the Switch, or grinding in Skater XL. They just added multiplayer, guys, and it is Clip City. It is trash, lag, fest, upside down, characters in space. <laughs> that game is a mess. A beautiful, it's a and beautiful, you love it. beautiful mess. Joel? I can't wait to see how that runs on Switch. <laughs> I, I'm really excited for that. Uh, so, the only game I've been playing for like the last two weeks since I've been gone is uh-huh. Road Heroes, Ruins of Tassos. Uh, I think I've misunderstood Road Lights. It's not that I dislike Road Lights. I just haven't found the one for mm-hmm. me until now. Just This one's really good. It's really, See, really uh, Rogue good. Rogue Legacy and, is what started uh, that for me. Yeah, I liked Rogue Legacy too. I liked Dead Cells. Uh, I I appreciate Hades for what it was, but they they never stuck to me. But like this one, I'm trying to tr- chew through all of it, like to the detriment of the people who gave me the code to review it because the game came out like two weeks <laughs> ago. <laughs> like I, I I feel I need to like get through all of it before I really summarize my thoughts. It's just it's it's really good, it's awesome. guys. Really good. Getty, told you. <laughs> I uh. Yeah. I finished the second jail in Persona 5 Strikers, so that's a thing. Ooh. How is that game? I am enjoying it in small little blips. Okay. Okay. Alec? So my free time has largely been not. Woodworking? Not, no. Well, actually, I haven't even really been doing that. Oh. I, I got to get back on back on that bench <laughs> but a uh, lot of stuff is uh, opening up for my time wise now so i'm looking forward to getting back on the bench i'm seriously gonna be running some uh hollow knight randomizer i can't wait to see how that goes i saw some interesting mods i, I the one i saw recently was turned uh, all the abilities with fire now so yeah the firefly cool. or something yeah. Are there it's any mods that, that turn all the bosses' faces into Macho Man Randy Savage? Oh, man. Just doing the Lord's work. Ooh, there or, should be. Or Tom's Again, the Taint Engine. The yes. Lord's <gasps> work. Hold on, Google. <laughs> I'm sure that if you hop on their Discord, you can find somebody to help you make that a reality. Thomas the mm. Tank Engine. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, you have to go outside the regular steam channels it does it's not through steam labs no steam workshop cyberpunk it, huh? adds Thomas yeah. the tank engine oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, choo choo styrim dragons i think is where a lot of that stuff originated yep. from right yeah. And that will be it for this week's Super GG Radio. Before we go, you can find us on Twitter at Super GG Radio and twitch.tv slash Super GG Radio, where we have Super Speed Sundays. Randomize. Uh, near Mondays. Near, near Mondays, Mondays. 2D Tuesdays. Off on Wednesdays. Podcast Thursdays. They're really kicking in. Friday is Metal Gear Kevin. <laughs> Saturday. <laughs> 
what are we doing with Saturday? Whatever the hell I want to, right? We played Road Heroes last weekend. It's probably going to be either that or Stardew Valley <laughs> for right now. I I am going to go back to Kingdom Hearts once I get to two. But I'm so, going to push through Chain of Memories first because that's just going okay. on too long. You've got 2D Tuesdays. Does it make it two and a half D Saturdays? Womp womp. Also, check out our newest beta breakdown. Called, man. Our newest beta <laughs> breakdown is for... What? Contraband Police. Contraband Police. We also are looking forward to a couple other betas. I think we have three already kind of in the ch- like ready to kind of start recording. So I think that uh, it'll be pretty easy mm-hmm. once we kind of just set some time apart. Just like start, you know, knocking those out. If you'd like to reach us with questions or input, our email address is superggradio at gmail.com. Provide a review on iTunes or the delicious podcast oranges of your choice. Slap, you know, slap that tongue all up in the microphone, Joel. Just really. Yep, thanks. (laughs) Thanks for listening. I come here to relax. GG, Getty. (laughs) I come here to have fun. Good game, You mean it's not ASMR? GG, Alec. Good oranges, Joel. Good night, everybody.